Today I have Suresh Iriat with us on audio again, popularly known as E Suresh. He's an Indian animator, director, and founder of his animation studio, Studio Ek Suresh. He started his animation career with famous house of animation soon after he graduated from National Institute of Design, Ahmedabad. Suresh was the first to launch clay animation commercials in India. He created the Amron battery advertisements, music video Bindu Re Bindu, the Simpu series for Channel V, and to name a few. Suresh has been instrumental in creating the mar- a market for animated ad films by going beyond the traditional technique and storytelling. It's a real honor to have you on audio again, Suresh. Uh, thank you for giving us your time, and yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Kesar. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. So this conversation, uh, obviously, I've done. a uh, few interviews with vaibhav kumaresh nina subnani right uh, so yeah there are different insights which i've already captured in multiple episodes correct correct this particularly i wanted to do knowing your thoughts what are your dreams and philosophy behind uh, right. the animation world of india so sure. yeah i've come up with uh, four to five question and let's see where we go with this sure, one sure, sure. cool Uh, so the first one is slightly more philosophical in nature. Um, mm. What does the word continuum mean to you? I mean, how do you see this concept? Uh, uh, what are your uh, thoughts on that? Um, it's it's quite funny because uh, to me, continuum um, sounds more like evolution, mm. and it's it because it's it's a continuous process of change. maybe uh, incremental to really really small level but um, eventually the further, you know the, the eventual product is completely different from what it started off with so why it is uh, slightly funny is i always talk about uh, indian animation industry and the audience as an evolving one and you know from nothing it started much later than what when you know when it started in the west it started much later here and it's really taking a lot of time to evolve and you know become a robust animation uh, uh, industry with, along with a great viewing audience so um, to me um, things have to keep moving and continuum is of essence if things are not moving and then it is dead it is uh, it is it's no more it's immobile and you know that there is no point in you know staying in in an environment which is which doesn't have continuum you know that, that i don't think uh, stability is got is uh, is uh, equivalent to uh, no change stability is uh, in continuum i i i really think um, people always um, attribute um, uh, stable as something that is not changing but i think change is the constant hmm. and uh, that that way continuum is is a, a lot more relevant uh, to our world and our being hmm. so uh, i wanted to also understand the other side of thing which is what how do you see continuum as a concept when you are animating things because uh, Yes, live action has certain sort of continuity, but when it comes to those static objects which are being moved, uh, how do you translate your the the philosophy which you just shared into the kind of work which you do? Like, what does that mean, and how do you, uh, yeah, how do you translate that into the work? Yeah, so it's 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 um pretty amazing the way uh, 
continuum has relevance in the animated world as well because um, each and every image is a static. Hmm. It's, a, it's, it's an inanimate static uh, that is creating this amazing life in animation because the of because of the slight incremental changes that happen in each and every whether it is drawing whether it is an object animation which is or or even if you kind of uh, animate a real uh, uh, person and you know kind of move him you are working with static we are working with uh, unchanging still images and then that when that becomes motion and that becomes life so it is um, it's it's extremely important uh, to note that in animation um you know there is a very famous quote i don't know who 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 said that animation is not about the art of drawings that move but the art of movements that are drawn wow so you know it is it's it's it, i think it's very relevant to what you are asking about you know that you know art of uh, movements that are drawn so you know you you kind of capture every moment of static from a movement and that's how you kind of uh, bring uh, something to life mm-hmm. and I, th- i think yeah it can it is it's extremely philosophical and deep in, the, <laughs> in that sense so yeah. interesting uh, i'll just change a track a bit uh, yeah. in one of your interviews uh, on youtube you mentioned that you can animate anything and bring to life i think it was with i don't remember the channel <laughs> but yeah uh, so i wanted to ask you further on that that what all elements bring life to a character or a any an inanimate object or apart from movement <laughs> what all things can be brought into a particular static thing and then bring life to that i think um, it's it's up to it's up to us um, as uh, people who animate uh, to see and uh, identify that personality in in anything that is uh, inanimate to find that personality and give it that particular character to breathe life into it so i i i really believe that you know anything uh, a- anything inanimate can also have a life it's it's like uh, i've heard that you know people know uh, the people who work with stones they know which is a male stone which is a female stone similarly like uh, expert carpenters know that this is a wood that is a female wood and this is a male wood and you know they can understand uh, the you know even sex within uh, stones and uh objects like you know and uh, so i i i feel um, it's about how we see personality i can see uh see in the studio i can see life in the speakers in the mics in the um uh, in the air conditioner the lights that are looking at us from top i can see life in everything so i mean it it, it is um, it's up to how and when we need to give, give them life you know so mm. um no but when you give life uh does it have to be justified or denoted with a with a moment or just a sp- because even a small expression is a moment right so anything apart from moment is it's a very like tricky yeah. one no it, 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 you know the the sign of life um, is um, is something that 
you you i mean in in our world of animation you you need to like kind of move it to you to feel it mm-hmm. right you know even even if you want to make others feel that okay see this is the way i'm seeing this particular object coming to life then i have to animate and show so i mean it is it is not um uh like a it, it's not like a feeling whether oh this had life or what uh it's it's not like a dream like uh thing that people have in general it's for an animator we we need to like really work behind it to cre- breathe in that sort of character and give it life mm-hmm. my, my it 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 is pretty pretty much um uh, it's not as philosophic when it comes to you know bringing breathing life into a real object you know you need to you need to like really look into this object you know what okay this is a it's it's a it's a piece of cloth that is lying there you know what sort of life should i give it you know whether i should make it into a snake or whether it sh- i should make it into a um like you know whether i should weaving uh, yeah whether i should have an imaginary person inside it and you know so then you know it it kind of walks like a uh, floats around like a ghost or you know it it depends on what sort of personality you want to give and what context you want to use use that particular animation mm-hmm. so it is pretty much um, physical but you know when you look at the whole uh, act of giving life to it is is a phenomenally uh, abstract um, um attribute you know it is it's not something that um, you know when 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 you ask a person to act in a film i mean the the, the actor brings out character he is read about that particular character and he brings brings that out but here we are trying to breathe in life to something that has no life hmm. so first of all for an animation uh, filmmaker you have to give it life and then give it personality and give it uh, even the acting cues mm-hmm. so you know for an actor a trained actor it is it comes pretty naturally to uh, him or her mm. but for an animator it's it's way too many things to do you know he has to even play god so so it 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 becomes pretty complicated uh, as a process but yes i i really believe that you know uh, the the kind of life that you see uh, or perceive or you want to see in an object is a possibility that uh, is 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 it can be made into a reality uh, it can be a perceived reality but you know one can definitely bring it to life mm. so is it safe to say that i think moment is so what i what i should have like reconstructed the question in a saying because the way huh. i was thinking moment i was slightly mapping to locomotion ha huh. so maybe moment is a inherent quality of life right but locomotion can be or cannot be as in going from point a to point b hmm. is could be could be uh subjective to the uh, animator itself correct but how it goes yeah how it goes or uh, no not even how it goes actually i would like so help me understand here like yeah. i think moment what i understood is moment is is life hmm is it uh, safe to say that um, because even if you're showing like say light hmm. and if it's slightly expanding and so it it starts having that breath mm-hmm. right so it may not move from one point a to point b but it's still it's still breathing ha huh, but so but it's like i th- i think um, even if it is breathing so e- even if you kind of uh, in animate you know using a dimmer mm-hmm. 
like you know just make it brighter and softer and brighter and softer wow you will you will feel that you know it is coming to life so i mean again that is animation correct <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i got it <laughs> some it, it's crazy some years back um, uh, one of the film festivals we went to attend and um, the organizers uh, somehow um, thought that you know because we were studying animation at nid and uh, the film festival uh, that, i mean it was it was in it was held in trivandrum and they uh, felt that you know because they are all animators we should put them up in an animation center <laughs> and you know the animation center is a place where they uh, you know try and um, uh, you know break the habits of drug addicts and drunkards and you know bring them back to normal life so we were put up amidst uh, all those sort of people because um, there was a bit of a confusion that you know <laughs> you know we are we are animators ourselves and we need to be put up in an animation center <laughs> so yeah interesting uh so yeah last uh three four questions which i have are yeah. more towards understanding your dreams and your vision about the the animation world in india uh so yeah how do you envision future of animation in india i mean what are your thoughts and dreams around it see um for me um, i've always looked at um i i i don't idolize um, um so much of disney um animation movement of course i respect it and i i love the animation films that they've done but i i dream about an uh, emergence of indian animated content which is original and that uh, dream is more connected with the japanese reality of uh, how anime and manga is today it's more relatable to that than the disney dream which is um having um the characters popular around the world um one one of the very reasons why i love the way japanese have um, sorry but when you say disney it's also the pixar universe yes, yes, and everything yeah, or yeah. it just particular- it is disney pixar uh, you know where they where they look at um most simplistic storytelling or formula driven uh, which which can work across the world um versus um, something that has uh, your essence yeah, you know i i feel uh, india has uh, a lot of potential uh, and we have we have a lot of storytellers we have storytelling ingrained in our culture um in our bringing up and you know all around us folk stories and uh, mythologies and i mean there are several story uh stories that float around us and i feel there is a missed opportunity that you know we we have here where we can we can convert many of them into original indian content um i always look up at um, miyasaki and uh, studio ghibli as an as a um movement actually where uh, with animation they have created this fantastical worlds into reality and you know people believe and people re- really yearn to see such films in japan and i i consider um japan as most evolved country and i think they they belong to another planet but you know they are they are still within the earth 
but the way they have um, you know they had a huge, grand legacy of um, brilliant live action filmmaking uh, who we all used to worship and uh, study uh, <laughs> yeah there are many many amazing filmmakers and um, the way um, animation has taken over japan today the way people um, you know take on the characters and they want to live those characters the animated characters in reality the i i i really find that as a <coughs> massive um, uh, shift uh, that you know people love to be in the fantasy world and you know they they're they're embracing fantasy as reality it's a it's a very interesting zone to be and i think um, many of the stories that the japanese come up with are not digestible for the world they 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 their stories and the uh, sub stories and the, the complexity uh, of plots and the uh, the way they merge technology sci-fi uh, to reality etc etc are like really uh, mind boggling for many uh, other uh, nations you know who are still evolving um, you know they 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 you know there's there's a lot of evolution left to be somewhere par at par with japanese way of thinking here in india i feel that you know we need somebody like miyasaki or you know i would myself want to do something in that scale where you know bringing some of our own stories to that fantastic scale of believability and um, even if, even though it is fantasy and making making it like uh, uh our our second reality you know mm-hmm. i mean our reality is first and it's it, it's something that is very similar to what bollywood is doing um but bollywood has evolved uh with time and age etc etc they have not changed people have called it cheap people have uh, laughed at bollywood but today for entertainment when it comes to entertainment i'm not i'm not calling bollywood as the ultimate form of cinema or anything like that but you know it's a it's, it's a stream yeah it's a respectable uh, stream uh, of entertainment from india which is which has stayed pretty true to indian um, um, styles and indian fantasies indian um, kitsch and um, because they didn't try to imbibe so much of or borrow so much from the best of course yes there are many story plots many f- filmmaking techniques etc etc that are uh, heavily inspired by the uh, by the west but you know still the the adaptation is very indigenous and indian mm. so uh, there were i think in the 80s and uh, 70s people laughed at a lot of bollywood film internationally but you know today people love it i mean wherever i travel uh, i i i mean people look us up with a lot of respect that you know we make bollywood films mm-hmm. so um, you know it it is it is one sort of evolution where uh, india has found a form of entertainment which is based on a medium that is first uh, invented in the west mm-hmm. cinema is a medium that was not found in in india you know yeah. it was found in the west and you know we have adapted that medium and uh, gave it our own form and shape and color so started telling our stories our stories with it uh, sorry to interrupt you what i was trying to visualize is as i was trying to imagine is that the bollywood 
so when you said disney i was trying to compare bollywood and then we have a parallel cinema also right mm-hmm. where ardha satya and salam bombay and those kind of films are yes. so are you comparing like that or bollywood being no bollywood being different from hollywood mm-hmm. or different from the international uh, classy live action films mm-hmm. that's what i meant you know it it is it is it could be considered classless in that sense mm-hmm. by the critics but it has its own class because it's an original uh, adaptation of uh, a medium or a technology mm-hmm. by indians and it is evolving to become perfect in in whatever way it has to Correct. so and in a country like india um unlike japan which is uh, so diverse with so many languages and cultures like i think every people say every 500 meters in india when you walk your your the dialect changes and you know even the food habits change the the way you dress change so you know that sort of diversity when you're working um having one language is itself very tough you know okay. some something that is uh, uh some something that a keralaite would uh, find as intellectual would not be something that somebody sitting in the up would find as um, satisfying mm. gratifying something that the person sitting in in lucknow would create as a ghazal or you know some meaningful maybe wouldn't uh, cut nice with uh, somebody sitting in tamil nadu so you know there is so much of diversity in our um, country with the geography and the distances and the cultures so it is difficult to find a language mm. for animation as well mm. but the advantage of the animation is you know it is not um it can it can like really elevate beyond these uh diversities you know sometimes a, a film without any language also works in an, an animation mm. and it can travel travel across you know it can um it can resonate emotionally with people so i i believe in the power of animation and um, i believe in it uh becoming a superpower from india uh, and i i think we as um, the current generation of animation filmmakers need to like push towards bringing that dream a reality mm-hmm. you know making that dream a reality mm-hmm. it it requires massive efforts and sacrifices to actually uh, make that a reality mm-hmm. but do you think uh so what could be so this is one of the questions which i also ask vaibhav that huh. um we are slightly stuck when it comes to animation at least uh yes <coughs> obviously it, it, it it's different when with if if you see your kind of work right. uh but with mythology very much embedded in our thought process so even if we go all out i think chota bheem is like commercially commercially obviously in in experimental places we have gone leaps ahead but when it comes to commercially promoting animation it's to a certain extent still that rama and that chota bheem and so why do you think that's happening because if you want to explore those boundaries and expand those boundaries of different storytelling uh mm-hmm. because the other extreme is coward storytelling which uh, nina um uh, yeah. told me about so, so there's see, this there other extreme the where folk storytelling is a different um art altogether which mm. have to be those are crafts that have to be nurtured and kept alive and mm. you know i mean kathakali um yakshagana all these are storytelling uh, 
through performances hmm. right so they all have to be nurtured and they need to evolve with time so hmm. for them to be for them to survive um but um in terms of um mythology being a key influencer again i would go back to the same thing that i spoke about these are the two um well known stories that are popular across the country hmm despite language differences cultural differences etc etc these are stories that people revere respect and uh, know it really? by heart mm. you know these stories are known to and these are told to even the children of next generation by the parents mm. of course there is a generation loss you know there are many stories are, uh, are are forgotten because um the only the key elements of the stories are transmitted from generation to generation mm. so uh, there is a, all the characters from uh, these stories mahabharata and ramayana are memorable and uh, they have all been like uh, um kind of um, idolized in a way whether in ter- in, f- in the form of worshiping in temples or or as superheroes in uh, stories and whatever you know they have been idolized in in that sense mm-hmm. so their their popularity is very well known mm-hmm. I don't think Chota Bhim as a series would have anything to do with real Bhim. <laughs> But, you know, it's just borrowing a name which is just a hook for people to connect with something in mythology probably. You know, it, so it helps as a driver. Mm. A name Arjun helps in many um, uh, films, you know. The, the, these are the names that help people, you know, connect and correlate with uh, certain contexts from the mythology. And... of course you know there are many philosophers uh, around the world who have um, also acknowledged that there are no story plots or relationships that are unexplored in these two my epics mm. there are all sort of uh, interpretations that are possible philosophic deep materialistic physical uh, funny cartoony violence violence all sort of interpretations are possible from these epic uh, two epics so that is there of course uh, they are pretty traditional in their sense um, mm. uh, but what what and there are no generation of such stories anymore mm-hmm. so there are the popularity of such characters uh, the new age characters we have not seen any characters like this in the 60 60 or 100 years mm. past 100 years mm. which is also a big problem so in in manga um in in japan the manga is a comic thing they keep generating new characters mm. they keep um, putting them into the crowd and you know depending on the way audience love the characters they they look at the possibility of converting them into animations so there is a there is a constant readership that is there but in a, in our country the readership is something that is uh we are missing out so you know for a new character to come out there has to be so much acceptance so much readable people should read about that characters those new characters then you know there is a possibility that a new uh, the third ramayana mahabharata and one more thing can happen you know one more uh, epic thing or you know there has to be many but we have not been able to crack that mm. beyond you know we have not been able to crack another popular story across the country I think with the launch of any particular character if there's enough thought enough literature provided yes. maybe that can uh, help 
yeah, yeah absolutely i think literature uh, really helps in in propagation of these characters and stories mm-hmm. and and in 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 the case of ramayana and mahabharata the folk uh, way of narrating the stories helped a lot in propagation mm-hmm. even those who couldn't read new ramayana and mahabharata because the way they would sing a song about ram or uh, you know the ramayana or uh, mahabharata or bhagavata or whatever that is the way people understood the story there were in every temple there would be uh, seven days of storytelling on on bhagavata or something so people know these stories you know there is continuously they are hammered onto people hmm. so it's it's a great uh, way of uh, propagation of stories without paper hmm. and uh, written text in that sense you know interesting so moving on to the like the last question which i have is i'm going to club the last two ones huh. uh in fact what you mentioned right now uh makes complete sense and i'm just trying to connect the dots here when say dada saheb phalke like we started uh, live action films harishchandra uh, huh, harishchandra uh that time again we started with mythology right and now we are totally in a different world of bollywood altogether right so is it a good indicator or how do you see so we are starting off the animation industry probably last 20 years with this kind of format where stories are more mythological or things like that when or how do you see maybe 100 years down the line the animation world in india i think um, this is again to do with your first question continuum you know okay. the even though the entry of or or the quest for creating new stories mm. original stories in animation would be something that would have started with probably my career i think it might be 20 years correct old you know so and that is also a very nascent group of people are trying to tell stories on their own it's not like the entire indian animation industry is trying to uh, uh you know create original content so there are only very few maybe 5% of the uh, 100% of uh, animation industry would be trying to create their own content mm. so but it it's happening at a great pace great pace you know mm. people are trying to create content at a great pace with the technology advent of technology and other uh, reach etc etc i'm sure the evolution is going to be much quicker than we could ima- we, we the, the, what what it took for bollywood to evolve yeah from harishchandra uh, uh, you know, dada sarfalke's first film to where it is now it would be pretty f- quicker hmm. and and um, uh, is what i'm imagining if we don't miss the bus Uh, it's very important that uh, we give predominance to creating content in using animation and not try and treat animation like a technique which mostly people consider it as a technique you know it's uh, you know as a medium of storytelling if you consider and create content then there would be uh, a huge um, um, outpour of um, stories and films and series and things that people would be exposed to and slowly it will become something that is acceptable for our young and grown up audience in the country mm-hmm. so you will develop a nice fertile audience base in the country which which would eventually make more and more animation content to come out mm-hmm. more and more animation filmmakers to emerge so as it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a demand and supply thing there is no demand right now so supply is less more demand but, uh, but isn't it like movies from disney or like say pixar also hmm. they like since we are like moving towards a more 
one system globalization has like at a rapid pace due to social media and other reach out, mm-hmm. like netflix coming in so people are building that taste and they are building so i think the audience is ready is it are animators ready or is it the other way around no so uh, it 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 is both you know or or, or is the audience not ready enough to accept indian animation stories how it does... it is uh, partly that you know when we are feeding um, uh, our all our cartoon channels mm-hmm. children channels are showing most of the rerun japanese and uh, uh, you know hollywood or western disney stories which are which may be 20 year old like doremon that they used to show here was 30 years old but people used to love kids used to love doremon here and but the it is it's an evolved product i'm not under under un, undermining doremon's uh, quality it's great quality that they have done it in the 70s but you know they uh, it still has the appeal which is one of the greatest qualities of animation the long large shelf life mm. i mean it it never dies so that property they have used and you know they have been exposing our children with such amazing <laughs> evolved animation indian animation filmmakers are not that evolved yet Mm. to uh, create uh, you know unless until we make a few series and you know make errors learn from it you know do uh, do 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 better and better and better products our kids will not probably sit and watch it you know so mo- if we don't start now when people, you know when we make another thing 5 years down the line one series which is like the you know 60s quality or 60 60s style of storytelling it may not be accepted very well by the children because they are already used to a certain kind of edit speed a certain kind of quality in animation the complexity of storytelling so when we go with very simplistic storytelling they will, they will find it pretty lame mm-hmm. so you know you may we may lose out on the audience so if we don't like move fast yeah. So, a lot of more responsibility. Oh, it is and, huge. It's, and, and it's like continuously hard work. It is work. huge responsibility amongst the animation fraternity to, you know, create content and revive. Because, you know, there's no point in... So, whatever content that is coming is good. You know, even though, um, you know, as some someone who would uh, try and look at high-quality animation films as the benchmark... for me maybe i may not find any of the series that are on air right now of that great quality but it's it's good to have them you know so let the let our people our children also get exposed to such things mm. to you know get a, a feel of you know it's feel of what indian animation is like we, even though we don't want to say that that we are part of that indian animation but because we we are we we may be for pretty snobbish in that sense saying that you know we can make much better quality animation mm. but we are not doing it so uh, that's where the paradox is so there are people who are doing it uh, at the cost that is uh, required to feed to the children here but it's it's bad it's not great quality in in that sense but uh, nevertheless people are consuming it mm. so it's like probably how uh, you know bollywood used to have uh, a time when they used to like really uh, create trashy movies but at the same time there were many um, filmmakers who made classy stuff but now today there's a combination of this there's a kind of balance that's happening with quality and uh, of commercial. content and commercial value so that 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 will happen faster like i said you know with uh, as long as we are all trying to create that uh, uh, audience here 
I think all of us are in for the same cause. <laughs> so, Suresh, I have tons of more questions because this is way too interesting and <laughs> I can see the passion. Uh, but last, this is like a surprise for you because okay. uh, Vaibhav Kumarish uh, helped me in framing these questions also. Okay. So, I have like last quick four rapid fire questions <laughs> for you to just understand and document what are your thoughts. Okay. Uh, so, what's... What's exciting about ad films for you? Like, what's the most exciting thing about ads? Like, quick answers that it, maybe. It, it lasts really less time. You know, you, it, you don't need to mull over it for years. Mm-hmm. It is done and over within in a month or two. Mm-hmm. And you get to get the results very quickly. Okay. Uh, what excites you in a script? Possibilities. Wow. <laughs> Uh, what kind of music do you listen to? I am. Uh, I listen to all sort of music. Uh, even though I am trained in Carnatic uh, music. Oh wow! Uh, uh, but uh, that has uh, opened my ears to world music, and you know, I, I, I am, I am, I cannot say no to any sort of music. Mm-hmm. But any preferred genre? Um, uh, you know, I listen to electronic, I listen to trance, I listen to jazz. I, listen, I mean, all sort of music. It depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I love music, period. So. <laughs> cool. And uh, what are the inspiring trends in the Indian animation film uh, or maybe global? Let's let's keep it global because we spoke about Indian. But yeah, what are yeah, the one, trends? One lovely thing that I'm observing uh, because I... I I travel with many film festivals and as jury, as participant internationally. I'm seeing that the younger generation, the like the 20s and the 90s, you know, the teens and the um, people in the 20s are creating a lot of animation films. You know, in every year, there are around more than two to three thousand short films that are made worldwide. The the welcome trend that I'm I'm I, I I'm really fascinated by is that most of them prefer to work with their hand. Oh, like cell and like tradition. Yeah, they want they they want they are, they work a tactile medium with whether it is with clay or objects or drawing on paper. They are not um, uh, you know that that zone that period of people getting influenced by digital is over. The the young generation of today's, who we may call as millennials or whatever, you know, they are the ones who are really understanding the essence of tactility. And they are going for mostly the films that are done with hand. Mm. And uh, that is a great welcome change that I'm seeing around the world because around 10 years ago, it was, it was a huge digital revolution, which, which has crippled Indian animation as well with uh, most of the talented animators going into CGI mode of animation because that is what the BPO mode of Indian animation industry requires. Um, it is a welcome change, you know, that, that I'm seeing the young generation going for hand-done films. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. The, uh, which I, I hope is a yeah. trend that we will catch up with yeah. quickly. I won't say it's over. The digital is over, but it no. will keep going in cycles no, because no. that's the continuum part no, no, of it. Dig- digital, it's digital is a great uh, form, a great technology platform. But you know how 
how you use it as an ingredient and not be yes a slave to digital uh, uh, technology that's where the the balance lies you know we when you get a new technology you kind of just get overwhelmed by it that time is over we all were those people who got really overwhelmed by a uh, digital thing you know it was our, during our times when cds came in uh, dvds blu-rays then finally you know data you know we we, we now we don't have any anything films are no more in like cassettes or uh, spools or anything you know it's 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 somewhere in some data you know it's in in pixels and in it's it's in bytes so um, people are and people are really going back to those times when you know tangible products could be there for to call it film or you know i have a i got a new uh, dvd or a film or you know that be- before that people used to have vhs tapes and beta tapes and all those things there is a lot of value in some of those uh, mediums mm. i mean i i often talk about it and i think i have repeated myself over and above i mean i've seen this reverse trend in japan where people are going back to shooting on film and people are going back to recording on cassettes and and we are people are paying a lot of money to get the cassettes with because it doesn't have the digital no sound thing it has that thing which which people feel gives a sonic platform which is which got much a lot more soul into it <laughs> the music is soulful when you hear the noise of the room in which it was recorded in than it being like uh, digital mm. you know so there is a shift that i'm seeing so when i'm when i'm seeing this change in animation it is really encouraging to me wow I think this is a good note to end this. It was wonderful talking to you. A uh, lot of food for thought and a lot of aspirational stuff also. Uh, Super talking to you yeah. together. It was uh, nice. Sorry, uh, I would like to add one more thing which we discussed in the beginning. Uh, huh. Like about the small uh, clip arts and not clip art but yeah, small static uh, post which you put on Instagram. So what is that and how can people follow you on social media? Huh. I think my inspiration comes from reality mm-hmm. and I don't think um, the, you know the, you can you can you, you cannot be influenced by your surroundings and the moment you are not influenced by your surroundings you will not have any ideas and I, for me the people I see the people I interact with the events that I see I see it from a different lens and that comes into me as stories and you know i i i sketch wherever i go i draw whatever i see and i put my perspective into those events that i i witness and that those are the ones which i post on instagram or facebook or wherever which is public domain uh, um, platforms where uh, i share these stories uh, on instagram you can follow me on suresh @suresharyat um but these these are doodles and sketches and whatever i i do on a daily basis and i try to be pretty regular with it mm-hmm. oh. yeah that's very important <laughs> regular and continuous yeah, maybe every week once mm-hmm. sort of a regularity but yeah, yeah try i think uh, i i keep my sketchbook alive you know i i keep it i keep filling it with interesting anecdotes and so- stories that i see around cool 
ओके थैंक यू सुरेश थैंक यू इट वॉज थैंक सो मच के सर आई इट वॉज वंडरफुल टॉकिंग टू यू थैंक यू And that's it from today's Gyan session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher, or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on AudioGyan.com. Till then, bye.